Hey everybody, welcome to the Yid and the Shiksa. Today's episode is with Gal. We'll have Gal tell us a little bit about himself. Hey Suli, it's uh, great to be here in your humble great. apartment. Yes. Beautiful, humble apartment. Um, That's so humble. <laughs> it's a little nice. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. <laughs> oh, it's teasing. Yeah, my, my name is Gal Purat. Uh, I grew up in a small town in Timrat between Afula and Haifa. You know, lived there my whole life. Completely secular, grew up secular. Completely, in a way, had an, an Israeli identity and a weak uh, Jewish identity. After high school, I went into uh, a gap year, uh, which was very impactful um, and, and great. And after that, I went into the army. I was there five years. Out of that five time. years isn't required though no it i did it required is three years and then i signed up for for two more and it's like a job at that point like you get paid yeah you get paid always but you get paid more when you're signed about a year ago i came to chicago for for business i work uh, in a small marketing company nice so today's episode we're going to talk gal mentioned it for a second there his israeli identity versus his jewish identity and today we're really going to talk about, um, you know, living in America, being American and Jewish and having like your American identity. Everyone celebrates that in some way. But then we also have our Jewish identity, our Jewish culture, which we celebrate as well. And then in Israel, the contrast is like what, what we want to talk about today is that in Israel, that's really one and the same. Gal being very fortunate to be raised in a Israeli home, but having a, an American, you know, parent or parents or both your mom, parents, only mom, only mom. Yeah. So being able to then tap into American culture, um, once you move, once you moved here. So let's dive right in. Okay. The first thing I want to start with is we were at some, I think some Shabbat services, or, uh, maybe we were just chatting. I think it was some services or something. Uh, maybe at a Chabad, and um, there was a certain song that you really connected with, and you kind of gave this story as to like why you connected with the song is because like you would be in the army on the base, and like every Shabbat, like you would all together sing this song. Do you know what I'm talking about? Can you tell me what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I growing up, I did not go to shul. My parents were reformed. They they went to uh, you know this like like this alternative uh, synagogue that I never um, you know just didn't like. I didn't like the vibe. I didn't like so I, I felt like it's not for me. And they would go. I would stay home. Um, and it kind of grew separately from me. I wasn't connected to you know you know, Friday night singing or anything like that. I just didn't know any of that. Um, mm. And then what happened was I went into the army and my best friend, uh, we went together and he went to, to the synagogue the first Saturday in the army. Um, and he's like, look, you, you got to come. Like, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to, you know, have a, we're going to have a good time. And, you don't have to go. No, no, no. You don't, so so you don't have to go. It's like this Noel Shabbat, we call it. Like this Shabbat routine or like you're, you know, basically it's a Shabbat. You don't do anything. 
the commanders can't tell you anything. You know, there's basic rules because they are in the army, but generally there's no itinerary. You're not doing anything. Less structure. Exactly. So we go in and you, you, you literally go with your rifle into the shul. <laughs> Everybody has a rifle. You like take your gun, you put it underneath your chair when you're dominating. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you take the strap off, put it underneath. Figure out how to do that. Yeah, you like you bump it into like you know the the bench, and it's it's a little noisy. And you know the rabbi always like you know watch the synagogue, like be careful. And then, <laughs> and then you put it in, um, and then one of the soldiers, just like simple soldiers, like leads leads the kabbalat shabbat, leads the tunes, and you have your commanders at super distant, like, you're, you know, there's like a sort of like an act in the beginning. People act really tough. And then later on, you, you all understand it's a game and like it stops after like a, probably like a year. But at the beginning, you look at your commanders and you're, they're like God. And now they're sitting <laughs> praying to God and I'm next <laughs> to the, the bench next to you. Um, and we start singing and you, and you read like, you read the words and you know it talks about like the hilltops um in israel and about protecting it and having god you know putting uh sukkot shalom sukkot shalom and um, and having like this this like whole idea that everything you know that people day to day like say and pray about you're physically are 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 part of it and all the people around you are are together singing for it while they have their guns with them to make that dream happen and you know the, the services are done you walk out you put your gun out you go you see your your, your whole team your secular that didn't come to shul the one who was in, in you know guarding and everyone comes to the like the food court of it's like the big like where it's not like you can't you don't get to choose it's like a cafeteria and you stand and like we call it chet like the the letter hebrew letter so essentially you're standing like a half a square um and then the the commander goes and he says like something for shabbat and the whole you know environment calms down and everyone is feeling this vibe even you know the most secular person from tel aviv um can can feel this this different you know sense in the atmosphere and and it's it was phenomenal and i was like whoa like this is awesome um and it was the first time that i didn't know the words i didn't know the tunes but i just like there's something about everyone singing and like it's a good lachan it's a good nigun and it's like whoa it gives you chills i was like well there's something about synagogues or something about Kabbalah Shabbat in the army that I am super like, I'm thirsty for more. Like I want us to have, have more of that. Mm -hmm. I guess in that story, I felt like you were almost anticipating or you were like hoping to tap into that uh, in, in the oh, moment. Sure. Yeah. And, it, and it, I was like, oh, he's going to be so let down because this service is, <laughs> is not going to be that special. That definitely did not happen. <laughs> And I, I feel yeah. like I've been there. I spent some uh, Shabbatot, some weekends in Israel in some of those cities. And I definitely experienced that. Like, I felt in general there was a lot more of a Zionistic, a lot more of a connection. 
and that expressed itself for sure in the in the prayers and the davening. But I think the reason why I really like that story in American Ju- Judaism, you operate like as as the term is American Judaism. So you operate as an American and as a Jew and, and everyone's American. Everyone has, you know, their connection to this culture. Everyone doesn't work on Thanksgiving. Everyone has a connection to American culture and it's very, it exists in a very real way. And then you also have your Jewish culture and your Jewish heritage and how that expresses itself. And a big difference or a big phenomena in American Judaism I've experienced is that one of the ways that I am different from a lot of Americans is that I do have a second culture. I have a Jewish culture. And not to say that people who are Catholic or people who grew up in a certain ethnicity don't also have that, but I definitely feel that. I feel that I have a second culture. Yes, I, I don't work on Thanksgiving. And yes, I have like my Chipotle that I like, but I also have an, a, a Jewish culture. And I connect with that. And one of the big ways I connect with that is knowing that we are amongst people. We live in a country, we live in a city, we live in Chicago. And no one is Jewish, right? Predominantly, everybody here is not Jewish. One of the easy ways to connect, one of the easy ways to really tap into and, and like recognize that culture is by just acknowledging it and saying, yes, I am Jewish and whatever participation it is, but, but that in itself, recognizing that you're Jewish, not just American is, is like such a big part of American Judaism to me. And that expression can be in, you know, events that you go to and Shabbat that you go to. Um, but you have it so distinctly in the sense that you're not just American. You're also Jewish. You celebrate, you know, Thanksgiving and you also celebrate, you know, whatever Jewish holiday, Rosh Hashanah or, you know, Hanukkah, whatever it is, you have like a whole other set of calendar holidays. Um, and I think contrast that and, I feel like this is a way for you to express, and I feel like we've talked about this before, in the sense that in Israel, what's the difference, right? In Israel, it's it's exactly the opposite. Everyone's Jewish. Everyone's Jewish. So right. the culture and the Jewish are this. Are, it's one and the same, right? And when you're in Israel as a Jew, you're really in the country of Jews. You don't have that, and. I feel like we've talked about how it feels special. It feels special to be in a place where being Jewish isn't automatic. Being Jewish isn't something that is the same. And for us as Americans, that's like how we operate within our, you know, Jewish culture or whatever. But like in Israel, everyone's Israeli, everyone's Jewish. It's like, the, you know, you don't have that. I'm going to recognize, I'm going to acknowledge. Correct me if I'm wrong. 100%. It's kind of weird because it's counterintuitive so you think oh everyone's jewish then that that would make it easier because it's part of the culture it is like saturdays even tel aviv the city calms down like you feel shabbat coming in you know even even if people that it doesn't mean anything to them there's this atmosphere in the holidays that the whole country slows down and like there's something in the air that is different. And you even have Friday which, which off. Is, which is great. Yeah. Friday's off. What's Saturdays. the work week? So the work week's Sunday till Thursday. 
that's a work week. Um, and why is Friday off? Because Shabbat is going to you know, gotta get ready and buy stuff to, to host people. It's crazy. Yeah. The Jewish identity, I would say, I'd say like the people in Israel are, are sort of split between those who their their identity is and it's an Israeli identity. It's it's they see themselves as Israelis. And then you have the other half, which is they they see themselves as Israelis, but they still are in touch with their Jewish identity and, and they see how these two connect together. And and if the the experience for me coming here to Chicago and meeting you and you know uh, Jews here in general made me understand the the Jewish identity, my Jewish identity a lot stronger. I'll give an example. First Shabbat or second Shabbat that I, I came uh, I was here in Chicago so second week. I went to Chabad Lincoln Park um, and they hosted it was like DePaul students with their parents. They hosted a Shabbat wow. with, the and, with the parents. And, you know, I had no one there to go. Mindy told me, like, the rabbi of uh, Lincoln Park said, come on, just so you know, there's, like, they're here, but it's going to be nice. And he had the parents go around the table and give advice to, you know, their kids. Uh, the parents, you know, said, like, you know, you should be a good person or, like, go after your dreams, you know, s- stuff like that. So they go around. It's very nice. And then towards the end, they get to uh, someone. Someone stands up, the dad. I, I agree with what everyone just said here in the room. Um, and then he looks at his kid and he says, wherever you go, whatever you do, don't ever forget the land of Israel and the people in Israel. And then everyone started like clapping and being emotional. And so I was sitting there. I'm I'm. I'm like thousands of miles from my house in a city that I don't know anyone sitting around a table with a bunch of people and they're talking about my country and my your heritage. Yeah, my heritage, my my family, my my friends, my whole culture that I'm from. I'm saying like how important it is to always be part of, you know, their security and like looking for, you know, looking after them. And I was like emotionally touched. I was like and confused it's like what's going on here like this I, I was very touched like oh i felt special like you know that everybody th- you know this cares about israel this is nice but like why like why people care and it's an answer that i didn't i didn't have that answer until until actually this summer where i, I moved with jonathan it's he's he's my roommate that he's also jewish very like active and when I was talking to him, he said, like, I look, I look at the Israeli flag and I see like, this is a Jewish flag. Like, this is, this is my, this is my flag. And you walk into his home and it's filled with like all the art is Judaic, Judaica art. Like he has like a shofar and he has like this sculpture of a rabbi and he has like, you know, everything. And you're understanding that we're we're the same like all these dots like connected them we're the same people we're jewish right and that that connection that you're saying um that you felt here was the jewish connection not the israeli connection meaning the people at that shabbat that were that were feeling very connected to israel and feeling very connected 
and you felt very embraced that you experienced, which was new for you, you, you described it, but you experienced that as all the people in that room connecting with their Judaism and for you connecting with your Judaism with them and everyone coming together through that experience, which to you was not the Israeli aspect. It's, it's Judaism, right? Because we're in America. We don't have that Israeli aspect. And it's confusing how we still connect to Israel, but we do it through our, our, our Jewish connection and not through our culture. But that gets back to the story with you in the army. And I think that this is the, the fundamental difference. I feel this. I was just in Israel a few weeks ago. And people in Israel that are like, whether they're totally secular or whether they're super religious or whether they're somewhere in the middle, they feel like Jews belong in Israel. True. Like Jews belong in Israel. And, and it's like, it's, it's bizarre to them that as a Jewish person in America, I think be of, Jewish and not, I mean, as exactly, yeah. exactly. And not only did I tell them that this exists and we feel very passionate about our Judaism in America, but it's also like, it's so special. It's not just that we exist and we enjoy it. It's special because we live amongst people who are not Jewish and we choose actively to create that connection and to not just have it naturally. And I'm sure it takes work wherever you go and whatever you know, culture and, but like, that is something that's special about it is that yes, when you're in, you know, Tel Aviv airport, everyone there is Jewish, but when you land in, you know, O'Hare, not everyone's Jewish, but yet when you see someone in the airport who you recognize from your Jewish community, it, it, it lights you up. Um, but getting back to the army story, your, your story of, of you in the army and with the song it's such a captivating story because to me, it was an experience where even in Israel, even where everybody, yes, is Jewish. And it's not just in Israel and we're Jewish. You're in the army. It's the most like, it's the most nationalistic place you could be, right? You're serving your country in the army. This is the country of Jews, the land of the Jews, and you're in the service, right? And yet amongst, and that's the norm. The norm is we're all here Jewish, we're all here serving the country, we're all Israeli, we're all the same. There's no specialness to it, right? That specialness that we kind of described in America, it's different in Israel, it's harder, we're all Jewish. But yet in the army, in like the capital of where you would expect it to be lacking, you found it, right? You found this moment of deep connection to your Judaism. And whether it was through the services, through the words of like protecting the land and that inspired it, but, but you felt deeply connected in that moment to Judaism, right? Cause it's, it's Judaism's services. And yes, Judaism has a big Israel part to it. It's not for nothing, but it was a connection to Israel and Judaism. And I feel like it almost made a lot of sense to me why you were like expecting it to happen in America. Cause you're like, yeah, this isn't really it's connected to Israel. We're, we're singing about the land of Israel, but we're also, it's really just a, a big expression of our Judaism. And it would make total sense for it to be in a synagogue in America. To me, that's what was shocking. That that's what was like, it really struck me from your story. It was like, that was an experience for you where you came out of that, like the, the normal of being Jewish, the normal of being Israeli. 
where everyone is like this, it's not special. And you kind of were connecting to it, maybe in the, in the, in the, you know, pilot division where there were less people going to services, it was easier to distinguish, but that's what I took from the story. Like this was an experience where he really tapped in for me, hundred percent. Most of the people I would say don't connect it at that level. Like I, I think I was fortunate to like have like this build up towards towards it to be be there and feel it. And and most people not not necessarily are connected to or are to their like Jewish side where everything connects together. W- one of the things that made me more attracted if that's the right word to say towards that that jewish you know heritage mentality history culture religion faith let the man talk exactly just keep keep doing this a good part so you're in you're in this conflict and really bad things are happening really hard things are happening there's a lot of like weird narratives that today's world you can you can even say that that you know there's different narratives and if you take the conflict and you start it from 48 and have a very narrow picture without the whole story of 3,000 4,000 years before that you're kind of at the same place you're sitting with the chair with no with no uh, legs on it like how are you going to face all this power that is against you um and and faith like true faith of muslims against you i mean not I'm not saying all muslims but arab muslims that want to annihilate israel if if you're not if you're not there or if you know the true reason for you to be there so essentially i have an american passport my mom's american i can go to new jersey today which practically i did i mean i came to chicago Chicago and New Jersey aren't the same. Chicago is True. better, but yeah. you can. But essentially, if you're looking for a safe place for Jews, the U.S. got you. Like there yeah. is a place for safe Jews, and it's here. And you know the other place in the in the world as well. Australia is nice. The UK is okay. But there's there's this understanding that if you're going to a really rough neighborhood in the Middle East and about to to like go through a long conflict and hard conflict. You have to have a deep understanding and and take power from that understanding. And and the more the more I was in the West Bank, it was I had more friction with Arabs and 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 also the Jews who live in in the in Judea and Samaria. I, I just I was curious to, to get more also more power from it and also a deeper understanding of like why I think I think when when there's a strong stable foundation from that then then everything connects together then the army connects together then the you know the land connects together the people connect together and and I'm saying that and I'm still breathing and I know living here and seeing the Jews here that it's okay you don't have to live in Israel I feel like, but living in Israel and not knowing why you're living in Israel because not not for Tel Aviv because it's a Jewish state. That's that's super hard. Like you know, right. why live there if you can live in Chicago? Like, yeah, it's like Chicago has a better quality life. Like why New Jersey also? Like this this place is more comfortable. And that's really the experience that I felt 
when I went to Tel Aviv. I was just there. Um, and it really it was struck me when I was on the beach. And there were people playing like uh, Matkot. Just like, I don't even know how to say it in English. It's like tennis ping pong. Tennis ping pong. You just beach. like hit the ball on the paddle. Yeah, it's so to... Israeli. It's just like, we don't need a net. We don't need anything. Just give us two paddles and a ball. We'll just like hit it back and forth. And then, yeah, it'll fall in the ocean or whatever. It'll fall in the water. We'll pick it up or whatever. It might get carried. Yeah, we'll, we'll find another one. And I'm on the beach and I'm like kind of like far away, kind of like distant. You know, I'm not really playing mop coat. I'm not really playing with anybody. But I'm like going to the water and I pass by this ball and I pick it up and I give it to this girl who dropped it. And she responds, Toda, like, thank you in Hebrew, right? And it was like so bizarre to me because I'm like, we're literally on the beach. This is like the Israeli version of like, like Michigan or like, you know, if you're right. in Florida, Miami or, you know, the coast, the West Coast. Yet the way she responded was in Hebrew. The way she, right. the way she talks is Hebrew. It's like, we're totally, um, and it's like bizarre to me. It's like at that point, if you don't have that connection, um, it's almost like, why are you living? And, and not to discredit the Israeli that could be, that's a cultural thing. People from Greece have a Greek culture that they really connect to and that they really want to be a part of. And that, that could also exist. And that's also valuable, but it's what you were talking about before. There's a, there's a really big cost. There's a really, there's a lot of conflict, not just the Arab Israeli conflict. There is a lot of conflict about living in Israel yeah. in a lot of areas. And if you don't have another reason besides for your Israeli culture, Israeli, you know, nationality, then yeah, it becomes it gets a little difficult. Um, but I, I really do think that to me is like a very big fundamental difference in terms of a Jew amongst Jews or a Jew amongst non-Jews, you know, and, and it plays out on how I express and, and really practice my Judaism is I seek out that connection to my Judaism amongst my current environment, my current atmosphere, which is not Jewish. And in Israel, you don't have that drive as much. But it was really, um, I feel like this was a really enlightening conversation. It's always a pleasure to chat with Gal. Always has a nice word to say, words of wisdom. But I feel like we really explored a little bit, um, yeah. shared some of his personal experiences. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, thank, thanks for having me. This is the one.